Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 677. I've got a great guest, got my new regular co-host, got Andrew Palmer with me, the only Andrew Palmer. And we have, like I say, a fabulous guest. We've got Leslie Sim, the joint founder of Newsletter Glue. We're going to be discussing why she started this new service and this new plugin. Some of the things she's learned on the journey is going to be a great discussion. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of this particular interview, we're going to go and hear a message from my great major sponsor, Castos. We will be back in a moment. Hi there, folks. I just wanted to tell you about our major sponsor, and that's Castos. If you're looking to get into podcasting for yourself or for clients, you need a top quality podcasting platform. And that's what you get with Castos. It has a superb interface, really easy to use, and you're not penalised for success. They have a flat rate pricing structure. Don't matter how many podcasts you make, how many downloads you achieve, you'll just pray at one fixed rate with Castos. Plus there's support and just the quality of the people are just amazing. We're coming back. Um, Castos great tribe they're giving us a great special offer only to you tribe and also some of the other great sponsors like bertha the great product which andrew runs um they've all got special offers and i've got some great recommendations and you can get all these goodies by going to the wp tonic slash recommendations and you find them all there tribe so i'm going to let leslie do a quick intro so, Leslie, give the tribe a quick intro about yourself, Leslie. Hey, everyone. Um, nice to be on the show. And thanks, Jonathan and Andrew, for having me. I am Leslie. Um, I live in Singapore and I run Newsletter Glue together with my co founder. So, I do the business and marketing side of things, and he does all the development. Uh, Newsletter Glue is a WordPress plugin. We connect now with 12 email service providers. Um, so, you know, whether that's MailChimp, ActiveCampaign, Campaign Monitor, and a whole bunch of others, we connect your email service provider to WordPress and let you send out uh, newsletters and posts uh, through the blog editor. So it makes writing newsletters feel like you're just writing a blog post, uh, which saves you. If you've ever tried um, writing a, a newsletter in MailChimp and have like struggled and fought with the um, MailChimp block editor before, you'll know like how much of a pain that is. And so kind of doing it in WordPress is a lot faster. Um, And the other good thing about doing it all in WordPress is it gives you an SEO optimized newsletter archive. So it's no longer, you know, MailChimp something, something, bunch of crazy letters. It can be exactly 
what you want your link to be. Um, and then, you know, if you're doing pay newsletters and all of that, you can restrict the archive easily as well. Sure, and so sure, it, it's very I'll, cool. I think you're going into a bit too depth, much depth. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you're answering through the questions already. But Aaron, we've got a bit more into it. So, Andrew, would you like to quickly uh, introduce yourself to the tribe, Andrew? Yeah, I'm Andrew Palmer. I'm the uh, co-founder of Bertha.ai with Vito Pelek, who also runs uh, atarim.io. And I've also got wppluginsplus.com, where I sell plugins. And uh, I'm co-host on these kind of shows as well. I like to uh, give my friend Jonathan Denwood some support and also to meet people virtually like Leslie Sim and many other people. I've been following your journey, Leslie, on Twitter, so it's been interesting. So Leslie, you—I'm you, sorry I inter, interrupt, but you were—you were—you were kind of answering. <laughs> I went off the deep end. You did uh, 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 <laughs> the passion. So um, it's a bit linked to your intro. So this is a very competitive market, um, Leslie. You know, you've got some really major, major SaaS-based um, competitors. You mentioned one of them, Mailchimp, and you've got. Um, a large group of SaaS competitors, and also you've got some WordPress com competition. So what what attracted you, and why did you think that you could get some traction with Newsletter Glue, with your partner, your founder? What attracted you um, to this particular um, part of the ecosystem? <laughs> Um, yeah, so MailChimp is not actually a competitor. They're um, a partner because the way that we work is we connect um, companies like MailChimp to WordPress. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, having said that, that we have we do have lots of um, WordPress plugin competition. Um, and I guess like the thing that differentiates us is we have the benefit of, I guess, being fairly new and being new at a time when the WordPress landscape is changing a lot. Um, so we've leveraged a lot of the Gutenberg stuff and, you know, we're the only WordPress plugin or newsletter plugin that lets you do everything from the block editor. Everyone else has their own custom editor and it, you know, has all the problems that come with that. Um so ours just kind of feels more native to the WordPress experience. Um, so that's kind of like what differentiates us. Um, when it comes to why we decided to um, go into this, um, it was a scratch my own itch kind of a thing. So before we started Newsletter Glue, we had a membership plugin that um, didn't go so well. Um, it wasn't differentiated enough. Um, I didn't build in public as I'm doing now these days. Um, and we just kind of couldn't get it off the ground. And as you we were thinking about closing it, um, I wasn't kind of sad about it at all because we, you know, it, it was it was tough right from the start. But we built uh, a MailChimp add-on that let you send um, posts as as emails, like send out your posts as emails. And that was a, uh, an add-on that I used myself for my own newsletter. And, you know, I felt like, okay, I don't care so much about the membership plugin, but I'd be quite sad to lose that tiny add-on. And then I realized, like, you know, the reason why I was sad to lose the add-on was because I there wasn't, like, an, um, an obvious substitute out there in the market. And then, you know, it made me realize, you know, maybe there's something here. You know, there's something, something to this. And we pivoted. And 
launched New Set of Glue and it got way more traction right from day one. And here we are. All right, so it kind of leads on to the next question. I think you hinted that because it seems by what you were saying that you learned a lot from the kind of failure of this membership plugin. Um, so what are some of the key lessons, one or two lessons you've learned in the launch of Newsletter Blue that might be helpful? Because a lot of our listeners are developers in the WordPress ecosystem. So what's a couple of quick tips, insights you might be able to share connected to the successful launch of Newsletter Blue? Um, okay, let's try to be structured about this. So I'll try to give three tips. Uh, the first is to make sure there is a clear differentiation between the thing that you're building and all the other competitors out there. So like with our membership plugin, um, my co-founder actually has a background. He's built um, membership plugins for the past 10 years and he's gotten like hundreds of thousands of downloads from like his employees membership plugins um, and so he felt you know okay let's do this I know what I'm doing it's going to be great and you know obviously like even if it's 10 times better than the old membership plugin that's not really enough to make people want to change because you know once you've got everything set up no one's going to want to move off of all of their webhooks and integrations and everything um and so that's the first thing, like make sure that you're, you actually have a good differentiate, differentiator. Um, so I'm, is, where's the static coming from? Um, I'm not. Oh, um, we can't. I think it's you, Jonathan. Is it the static coming from you, yeah. Just oh, right. Mic. Oh, right. Um, I apologize. It's going on today, isn't it? Uh, I can't. I think you're coming through the wrong mic. Am I? All right. <laughs> um, just mute while Leslie. Yeah, just you take over, actually. Can you um, and I'll mute. That's it, Leslie. You carry on. Ah, okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So the first one, like I was mentioning, is you have to make sure it's super differentiated, something really different that's going to convince people to switch. The second is build in public. So um, the first thing that we, the, the mistake that we made with our first plugin, our membership plugin was um, my co-founder had kind of built it for months and months without telling anyone about it, without launching, without, you know, getting people excited about it. And so understandably, when we tried to launch it, people were like, who are you? We don't know you. Why would we trust our membership business with you and all of that stuff? Um, so with Newsletter Glue, from day one, I you know, started going on Twitter a lot, um, was active in the post status Slack and did a whole bunch of different things to kind of get get the word out there and make people excited and um, importantly, get people to trust me and know and feel like, you know, they can trust me with their newsletters. So that's the second thing. Um, and then the third thing is just kind of like network and meet people in the WordPress industry uh, like yourselves. Like it's really cool, you know, to chat with, people who have way more experience than me, who've been there, done that, and can, you know, from afar already know all the mistakes that I'm making and just be like, hey, I see that you're doing this, like, stop it or like change this and, you know, your business will go better. Um, and the only way to get that kind of advice is by um, networking and meeting people and kind of, um, you know, going on the, these podcasts or, you um, going, you know, talking to people in DMs and all of that kind of stuff. 
Uh, so yeah, so those are the three tips that I'd say have really helped me and helped. Um, Perfect. Well, we've still got issues from Jonathan's microphone. I'll take that over because every time he speaks, it's going it's going through people's spines. Um, one of the interesting things that uh, just put yourself on mute, Jonathan, because we got static there, and that's great. Um, one of the interesting things that you said about there is building in public. Now, there's a lot of WordPress developers that are out there building in public, and um, it, it, it kind of do you feel that sometimes you've been giving away some secrets, or because we, you know we're all GPL driven, your newsletter glue is a, a, a freemium or premium plugin, and it ties together nicely all of these mail. Um, services and it, it allows people to use the block editor have you have you built skins for them have you built any kind of layouts in the block editor that people can use yep. i know you have because i've i've tested it obviously but the that's part of the development process isn't it to make it easier than mailchimp MailerLite, active campaign all these kind of things and tying them all in together and how have you how how have you felt about building in public has it do you felt exposed or do you feel um enlightened by it um well i mean the, the one thing that's nice about wordpress and the ecosystem is that i'm never going to be the one who's who's the most open like you know you've got um people like jack from wp fusion and pippin who who stopped now but he used to post these super detailed in-depth yearly reviews um, going into the numbers and everything. And like Jack Arturo is doing that now as well. Um, so like when it comes to building in public, I don't feel like I'm anywhere close to as open as those guys. Um, so so yeah, I, I don't think that I'm doing anything. I'm, I'm not like revealing anything proprietary or anything like that. Um, and having tried to build this business for a short while now, um, it, it's becoming more and more obvious that there's so many things that you have to do and get right than like the tiny layer that you show out, you know, it's like the iceberg thing, right? Like what you see in that's built, built in public stuff, like it's like the tip of the iceberg yeah. um, in comparison to the million other things that you're um, doing behind the scenes. And, and so, having to run, having to run a plug-in business. Right. We're at the 15 minute yeah. mark. So we have a, Go off and see our lovely sponsors again. So just um, give us a give us a few seconds, and we'll go off and uh, have a word from our sponsors. Hi there, folks. Are you looking to build modern shopping cart landing pages using the power of WooCommerce for yourself or for clients? And you want to do that quickly with little need to know about hand coding. Well, if the answer is yes, and it should be, I've got the perfect answer for you, and that's Launch Flows. Launch Flows is the most modern and easiest way of building modern landing shopping pages for your clients. It also works natively with Gutenberg and the leading page builders like Elementor or Divi. It's really flexible, really powerful. Are you a creative WordPress agency with a design focus? But are you looking for a great quality development partner, a technical development partner that really knows everything around WordPress and can help you with complicated build-outs? 
Well, I've got a fantastic solution and partner here, Hustlefish. Now with Hustlefish, they've got many years experience in helping design focused agencies get superb results with very technical and complicated WordPress build outs. If this sounds like the partner that you need, go over to hasslefish.com and book a free consultation. They'd be delighted to help you. Right, we're back. Um, Right, so Jonathan, um, you've got some questions here. What have you? So I'll carry on, Leslie, if I may, in the second half of the show. Yeah, you you mentioned our newsletter. Oh, yeah, we can, don't forget, because we're back, um, don't forget to go to wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletters, where you'll get uh, an overview of the WordPress and tech world from our very own founder, Jonathan Denwood. Uh, and overview is speaking very kindly of it. So just don't forget to go to forward slash newsletters and uh, you'll get a nice little email newsletter from him occasionally. And it also helps the show and spread the news as well. So I'm going to ask a, ask a question of Leslie um so what have been what what's been the major things that you've learned and you've kind of skimmed over them just there in the last answer you did before we went to the break so you've learned in the process of getting the newsletter glue launch and what things would you do differently and i'm just going to add a little bit of me on this one you said the build in public is literally the tip of the iceberg. So that an iceberg is what ten percent of what it what it should be, and then all under the it's like a swan, isn't it? And you sit all graceful and everything, and out, we're madly paddling uh, underneath, running the business, dealing with support, dealing with developer issues, dealing with marketing issues. What would you do? What would you do differently if, in fact, you would do anything differently at all? What's been the challenges? Uh, I'm not sure. There's anything huge that I would do differently. Um, I think like a lot of the time is like the only time, like you only realize you've done something wrong when you run up against an obstacle. And, you know, so like you necessarily have to run up against it to to learn from it. Um, sure. So I can't say that like I would do anything differently because then, you know, I might not have learned the things that I've learned, uh, which is a very unsatisfying answer, I know. Um <laughs> can, I, um, can I just quickly yeah I, I'm not in, sure uh, can I quickly butt in I think I mean it's really based on what you were saying in the first half is that one of the main strengths and it also can be a, a, a two-edged sold is the community aspect of WordPress like you say you joined a couple of forums post-status you joined some groups you utilised your connections, you and your co-founder in the WordPress community. And that's, you got traction through that, didn't you? Which, if you were just a pure SaaS um, product, you wouldn't have so much. I don't know if Andrew, if you feel I'm overplaying this, Andrew, because I, I think there's communities in the SaaS community. Oh, massive. Yeah. but I don't know. Do you? I don't know if you feel I'm on the right path, Andrew. That there's there's more of a community spirit to some extent in the WordPress community. What do you feel about it, Andrew? Well, I, I think that there is a there is a, a community spirit in the WordPress uh, community, but I think it's smaller than people imagine. You know, we've got two hundred. It's a very tight knit group. 
yeah exactly so for, to, yeah. you know it's a bit nichey really and sometimes it's a bit clicky yeah so you have to be careful not you know and also this is built this is brought about by the, the different products within wordpress as well we often think of wordpress as yes it's 43 percent of web but let's not let's not forget what drives wordpress you know it's newsletter glue it's page builders it's memberships it's lmss all that kind of stuff and we forget that there are communities built around you know for instance the lifter lms community is a big community uh there's a design group out there learn learn design and branding you know that was built up from an elementor group it was it was focused on elementor and how to design in elementor and now more cohen has grown that group as a learn branding and design that's twenty thousand people in a facebook group divi seventy thousand people in a facebook group so they it, it, it's although it's a community around wordpress there's still wordpress because the, the the platform is wordpress but wordpress core develop you know core community post status and all that they're still built around products um rather than wordpress so you know if you go into a wordpress group it can be a little bit toxic and you you know as a product developer you know if you start talking about your products that's when the toxicity can start even to be even worse so what we have to do is make sure that we join the groups that are helpful encouraging enlightening educational fun to be part of and what i've seen from you leslie is you know you're a fun person you've got you know leslie got pizza or whatever it, whatever it is you know you've you you obviously like pizza so you've called yourself leslie pizza or is there another <laughs> reason for, around that self-imposed nickname you know um so the wordpress community is necessarily separated into these little niches or these big niches you know as i say uh you know, the Divi theme users group, 70,000 people. Elementor theme users group on Facebook, 50,000 or 60,000 people, you know. So there's a lot of people that go out. But what what you've got is newsletter glue. You've got the whole of WordPress that you're aiming for because it's Gutenberg. So it's Gutenberg native. You've got your patterns. You've done the right thing by going for WordPress core, if you like. But you've all, you also appeal to the page builder people. You also appeal to the static WordPress or headless WordPress as well, because you've got your newsletter glue works in headless, right? Yep. Or static. So, you know, a basic HTML site, if you like, um, as long as it's got the back end of WordPress, because you're obviously using the database to connect and all that kind of stuff. So th the interesting part about your journey and your development of your plugin has been that you are all things to all men and women in in wordpress to everybody in wordpress they can use your product it's not a it's not a niched down product like it's not for a page particular page builder apart from gutenberg so i wondered how you got how you made that decision to go into gutenberg given if you go into wordpress.org the negative reviews on Gutenberg plugin are incredibly, let's say, negative. People are angry. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go into this really negative space and build a plugin that works with Gutenberg. Yeah, nice. Well done. So, how did you? How did you sort of deal with that decision, or did was it just a no-brainer? Thought right. Uh, it good. wasn't. It was kind of a no-brainer for me because. Um, I already liked using the block editor um, a lot better than the classic editor. 
um, maybe not for page building. I'm still not really sold on full site editing yet. But you know, as like a place to blog, I I think you'd have a hard time convincing me that the classic editor is better. Um, and you know, so that's that's the first thing. The second is you know that train is going. It's left the station. You know, it's heading to. It's it's going to happen whether people like it or not. And so, as far as I'm concerned, you know, choosing to do everything off of Gutenberg just means that we are future proofing the the plugin. And I feel like that's been a huge differentiator for us because lots of people now, you know, the 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 older. Um, plugins who've been around for you know 10 or more years are now kind of all rushing to make their plugin you know add blocks to their plugins make it Gutenberg friendly and um, you know I'm just glad that we did that from day one and we don't have to kind of reverse engineer and stick stick things on so yeah yeah brilliant brilliant really 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 good decision I think so it's um what's your what's your customer base like are they nice to you what support? How, how are you dealing with support? Uh, it's It's been pretty good and bad. So I think the nice thing about building in public is that a lot of people know me. And so by the time they become a customer, they've seen me around somewhere. And so, you know, they're, I, they don't, you know, they don't just like complain randomly and lodge angry tickets because they, you know, you can only lodge an angry ticket when you're talking to someone faceless. Um, so the people who do feel like they know me tend to be really, really nice and polite, even when they have problems. Um, having said that, of course, we have customers who, you know, have never heard of me and they just kind of stumbled upon it, um, the plugin from a blog post. And mm-hmm. so, you know, sometimes it, it gets frustrating when we get cancellations over super easy, um, you know, bugs that we could have solved. And as far as they're concerned, it's like, oh, we found a bug, you're hopeless, you know, cancel immediately. Yeah. Um, so not not much we can do about that, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think one thing that I wasn't expecting was how much support we'd have to do. Yeah. Um, so like in SAS, I, I feel like, okay, I'm just going to throw out a random number. Um, I feel like, you know, in SAS, it's like a tenth of the support because, you know, you're not dealing with you know, unlimited number of WordPress configurations and you're not dealing with plugin conflicts and theme conflicts and all of that stuff. Um, you know, every, the, the environment's a lot more controlled. And sure. so when people have problems, it's, you know, either going to be a bug that you are personally responsible for um, and, you know, you, you solve it and it solves for everybody. Um, whereas with, with WordPress, oftentimes you're solving things that, you know, aren't necessarily your fault um, or it might be kind of tangentially your fault, like, you know, something that's kind of related to you, but then you have to, you know, hunt into some other host's setup to figure out what they've configured and how that's conflicting with your plugin and all of that stuff. Like I have a friend who um, runs a SaaS um, with a WordPress plugin on top of that to connect to a SaaS. And um, she doesn't have much support for her SaaS, but she's had to hire two WordPress support staff just for her WordPress plugin, which is... Just kind of goes to show it's, it's um, the crazy, difference yeah. there. It is, it, and, yeah. it, and I know because you know we've got Jonathan knows. You know I've got what twenty seven plugins out there, and um, you know the, what people don't understand if you're paying ten bucks or fifty bucks even for a, a plugin, and it doesn't work, the the, the the press the refund button is like lightning, 
and it could be another plug. You know, we had one this situation this morning where you know a particular plugin wouldn't work because a another plugin was using the same hook as us. So how do you how do you how do you monitor that within the 50, 55,000 plugins that are on WP.org and then the twenty thousand premium plugins out there? But one of the one of the things I wanted to understand is how do you now market do you pay for marketing do you do your facebook advertising twitter anything like that or has all your marketing been organic uh all of it has been organic um to be perfectly honest we've struggled or sh are struggling um to find kind of like a compounding marketing channel a distribution cool. channel um i feel like a large part of it is just kind of chipping away at it and kind of grinding for years until you build that base that can then compound. Um, so I, I get that, you know, a part of it is just patience. Um, but at the same time, it has been like a source of frustration. You know, like I, wa I want, you know, to like snap my fingers and have 50,000 monthly visitors to my site. Don't we all, um, don't we all, don't worry yeah. about it. It'll come. <laughs> And, and 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 what I like about the new, I love the I love the name. Where you know where? How did you? It, it's newsletter glue, right? So it glues yeah. together all of the mailing systems out there. You know, pretty much the most popular ones. It says what it does on the on the box. You know, the name says it all. I'm going to glue your newsletters together, and you you're not all you even you you don't have to log into that SaaS that is the the mailing system you know because most mailing systems are SaaSes you can do everything in the wordpress um dashboard you can build your plugins well sorry your emails and while you're but what i love about it and um you know there are very similar plugins out there on the market that will allow you to publish and then push out to various social mediums one thing that newsletter doesn't do i don't think is Although it pushes it out to email, does it? Are you thinking about auto publishing to the social mediums as well, or does it do that already? It doesn't do that already. Um, there you go. Maybe something invoices. called social glue. Invoices in the post. <laughs> social glue, I love it. Social glue. You could call it social glue, but I mean, I think that would be a nice add-on because if I'm if I'm writing a newsletter and I want to connect that newsletter to you know, generally, I see a lot of people posting independently of their newsletter on on their Facebook pages or their Facebook groups and Twitter. So, you know, maybe you need to do an add-on which will which will allow you to publish it to the social mediums as well, and then it will be um, the complete system. Because I love the idea of it. I love the idea of writing in the Gutenberg editor. I love the idea that you've got some patterns in there, but then to be able to publish to social mediums at the same time would be just awesome. So, get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going, to wrap, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. Thank God Angie was here because listeners, you had to deal with my technical, my technical problem. Uh, <laughs> um, so we're going to continue the discussion with Leslie and you'll be able to watch that on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. You'll be able to watch the whole interview um, plus the bonus content. So like I say, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. So Leslie... What's the best way for people to find out more about you and Newsletter Glue? Uh, well, they can head to newsletterglue.com, uh, spelt exactly how it sounds for the plugin. And they can find me on Twitter where I'm super active at Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y underscore pizza. 
That's great. And Andrew, how can people, what's the best way to find out more about what you're up to and what your views are? This is andrewpalmer.com. And that's got all of my socials on it and uh, my plugins, places, and Bertha.ai, of course. And I'm omnipresent, so you can always contact me through any of the channels. Um, in the yes, in the bonus content, um, I'm going to be asking Leslie where she wants um, news the glue to be in a year's time. And what's the WordPress community like in Singapore in general? Um, like I say, to listen to the rest of the interview, go over to the WP Tonic YouTube channel, subscribe, give us a thumbs up and comment. It's all appreciated. We'll be back next week with another great guest, another great interview. We'll see you soon. Bye. See you later. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group and also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.